This is the podcast by The Straits Times. From October 29th, over $5.5 billion under the Jobs Support Scheme will be paid out to more than 140,000 employers to help them retain their workers amid the COVID-19 pandemic. The Finance Ministry said today that this will help businesses pay the wages of some 1.9 million local employees. Well, this month's payment goes towards supporting wages paid to local workers from June to August. And with this latest round of payouts, the total amount dispersed under the scheme will exceed $21.5 billion. In a Facebook post today, Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister Heng Sui Kiat urged all employers to do their best to retain their workers. For businesses that continue to grow, he added that there is the Jobs Growth Incentive to encourage the hiring of local workers, especially those in their middle age. We're pleased to have Mr Ho Mengkit to take this discussion further. Now he's the CEO of the Singapore Business Federation. Mr Ho, welcome to the show. Mr Ho, for a start, tell us what you've observed in the past few months. How effective has the JSS been in keeping workers in their jobs? Uh, well, good afternoon. I, I think our members uh, like the JSS. Uh, it has been particularly effective. Uh, we did a survey in uh, April, uh, in August this year. More than uh, half of our members feel that the JSS is actually quite effective uh, for the companies in actually managing uh, retrenchment. Uh, I, I guess the, one reason is that I think the support is quite substantive, providing a lot of money going back to businesses. And at the same time, it's, it's quite easy to, to, to claim. So I, I saw in uh, DPM Heng's uh, statement in Parliament in October that uh, various uh, fiscal support has actually uh, uh, reduced the unemployment by 1.7%. Uh, so this is saving about 155,000 jobs over two years. So he said that the JSS contribute to about more than half of it. So, so I take it that uh, uh, it has been effective in stopping uh, job losses. Uh, from the start of the crisis until now. Mm. Mr Ho, if the scheme doesn't get extended beyond March next year, without government aid, how long do your members, uh, do you think, uh, how long can they stay afloat? Uh, hard to say because March 2021 is still five months away. And as, a, as you know, the COVID-19 situation is still uh, very fluid. My sense is that given this fluidity, they, uh, aviation sector and the tourism sector will still be impacted even in March 2021. So I think they will still need to have some sort of uh, JSS support because the JSS support for this sector goes up to uh, 50%. And I, I think for this sector, it should not drop off the cliff from 50 to zero. I think it should come down to a level maybe 30% for this sector. Uh, on the other hand, you know, uh, we are going to go into, hopefully we'll go into phase three uh, in weeks to come. So with that, uh, with that happening, uh, and if we continue to be able to manage our community transmission steadily in Singapore, then our domestic sector, like food and beverage, uh, retail, uh, can, can reopen. And I think construction also will get over the difficulty of starting work. So the domestic sector will be quite good. So, so I think for this sector, uh, less of an issue if the JSS is reduced uh, for some of these sectors from 30 to zero or even to a very small percentage come uh, March 2021. So it depends on the sector. So for the uh, 
those sectors which are heavily infected, uh, I, I think the GSS is still needed. Right. Uh, Mr. Ho, let's talk about uh, some recent announcements. Now, last week, the National Wages Council released its latest recommendations, essentially giving the green light for companies uh, to temporarily cut wages to prevent retrenchments. Now, NWC's recommendation plus today's GSS figures, how do these measures work together to save jobs? Uh, I, I was a member of the NWC and I, and I can tell you that it is... Uh, it is actually a very difficult uh, negotiation. Uh, I think in a very complex and difficult situation. So, so what I think the general consensus arrived by the tripartite partners is, is this. So first companies uh, should do as much as possible to lower their non-wage costs. So, so try to reduce non-wage costs. And if you have exhausted uh, reducing non-wage costs, then the negotiation in the NWC statement gives you the company an option now, a flexibility to reduce wages and, and it can be quite substantial uh, on a temporary basis in order to save the company. So what will happen is that uh, in the months ahead when JSS support uh, is reduced you know, uh, from the government, uh, the comp companies will then have to rely on other ways of uh, reducing costs. And I am quite certain that in those sectors which are deeply impacted, uh, there will be some uh, wage adjustment. So therefore, uh, these actually work, uh, the JSS reduction plus the N NWC uh, supplementary guideline allowing employers to adjust wages temporarily, I think work quite well hand in hand. I, but I think that the, the, the important thing is that the tripartite spirit, uh, I think there is flexibility given to employers, uh, but yet at the same time, I think there is a great responsibility for employers, not just to exercise this flexibility uh, without due care, I think. yeah. So it's gonna be a difficult situation going forward, but the government support and the flexibility provided by the NWC, I think should work. And I think we should come out of this stronger. Right. Well, Mr. Ho, what more can be done so that companies uh, will be less reliant on the JSS while you know, still being able to protect their core business and retain their employees? I, I think key really is to, to try to uh, uh, make sure that we can restore demand. As I said, you know, uh, Singapore has been doing quite well uh, and managing the, the health situation quite well. And, and we do have to live with the virus. And the more we can do better in living with the virus, whereby, say, companies collaborating with each other, uh, with their employees on safe distancing, uh, on contract tracing, then these together with the vaccine, together with uh, rapid tests, uh, testing procedure and uh, protocols, actually can allow us to secure actually a better economic performance. So I think once, once, once we do that, then demand comes back and then uh, companies do not need to really cut costs. So I think that that is one. The second point really is that uh, you, I think we've been saying this many times over to our members, you know, don't, don't wait for the, the world to go back to pre-COVID. If it does for your sector, it might be for some time more. So take this opportunity to, to look at what the new opportunities are. Uh, certainly in digitalization and even growing within the region, there are many opportunities. Pivot early, uh, transform, 
uh, I think that has been, I think the government has provided quite a lot of support to draw on this support to transform and uh, come, to, come to SBF. We, we've got quite a few programs uh, for our members uh, on internationalization and digitalization. We can help you uh, grow, I think, and, and try to emerge from this crisis much stronger. Right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Mr. Ho. We've been speaking to CEO of the Singapore Business Federation, Mr. Ho Minkit. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.